Hello and welcome to the Daily Post with Sachin Hadao and Milvan Bandari, where we will talk about all the things worth talking about in the magical world of the NBA. I am your co-host, Milvan Bandari. And I'm Sachin Hadao. And today, we will be covering quite a controversial topic in Dwight Howard, his career, how it has been slandered, and if you really put away all these biases, what it really comes out to be. All right, so let's take a deep dive into this. Millen, would you like to start? Okay, so Dwight Howard. When you think of that name, you either think of two things. Him with the Orlando Magic or that Superman dunk. What I think about is I think about the immense disrespect. I think that he is the most underrated player in the NBA, now and then. Yes, I know what you're thinking. He won three MVP, he won three depoys. I'm like, but my response to that is three isn't enough. He should have won four. Let's be clear, he should have won four. And then also, when he led the, the Orlando Magic, when, we, when, when he led them to the finals, guess what? Did he get an MVP trophy? No. And so what people do when he, when he demanded a trade, people decide to diss him. They talk about how he's selfish, greedy, not even a good player, but they forgot about it. They forgot about all he's done. Sachin, tell me about it. Tell me all about it. Yes. All right, I think more than the trophies is slander of his name. So what I mean by this, it's the media, it's the perspective built into people's minds. Like, here's what I'm talking about. Uh, let me put it this way. When, you, when people think of James Harden, when you ask an NBA fan, what about James Harden, not a Rockets fan, about James Harden, they're going to say, oh, yeah, he's a flopper. Uh, he does this. He takes too many steps. He step backs too many times, and he travels too much. Here's the thing. This happens how many times? Is he taking 50 steps every game? Is he traveling every game, flopping every game? No, but people are getting an impression. That's what it is, an impression, and that sticks with you. And when people are saying everything around you, this is basic human behavior. When people are saying things around you, when everyone's agreeing on the same opinion, it's natural to want to fit in and then add on to it. Oh, yeah, I agree. He's so bad. He does this. He does that. Same thing for the Dwight Howard narrative. So Dwight Howard, everyone praised him in Orlando. He was one of, he was one of people's favorite players in the league. He was loved. But as soon as he went to the Lakers, then narrative started coming Okay, not a big deal. Then you go to the Rockets and the Hornets and the Hawks and so on and so forth. And then now you're getting this type of narrative built around you. Oh, he's a bad locker room presence. Oh, he's, uh, he's uh, joking. He doesn't care very much. Oh, he's not committed to winning. Uh, and then some even, the majority even, are he's the reason why Kobe tore his ACL or his Achilles. He's the reason for Kobe's injury, and he's the reason why Kobe's last years were not very good. He's the cause of everything because he didn't try enough on the Lakers. And I'm sorry, you look at the numbers, 17 points 
12 rebounds and not to mention offense isn't his main jam anyway he's meant to do defense why do you think he won those defensive players of the year people aren't talking about his alley-oops as much as they talked about his insane snatch blocks swatting him into the stands but no one cared no one cared once they had a narrative and opinion on him everything everything good about him went out of the door his stats what he was doing for the team. And then it all went out because what? Because uh, you thought he was a bad locker room presence because you thought, oh yeah, I've, I've heard everywhere on the media saying that he doesn't care about winning. And I heard that Dwight Howard was related to Kobe Bryant's injury uh, because he was on the same team. Like, what is that reasoning? That's like saying Stephen Curry is the fault for Klay Thompson's torn ACL. That's essentially what you're saying. And I feel that's wrong. You cannot pin blame on such a player of his caliber and cause his own legacy to be ruined just because you want to listen to the media and what they shove down your throats, you're going to agree with. I don't think that's very fair at all. What do you feel on that, Melon? Yeah, I don't think it's fair. And people are always saying that Dwight Howard after he left the Lakers and joined the Rockets, he wasn't a good player. But that is actually lies, okay? So Dwight Howard, I will tell you some stats, okay? I will tell you some stats. Until his, until his injury season with Washington, he was averaging 12 rebounds per game almost every one of his seasons. And by the way, he was averaging insane numbers with the Hornets. He was averaging 12 rebounds per game, 16 points, a block, and a couple assists. I mean, if that doesn't, if that, it's ridiculous. Also, his defensive rating was 104. To give you some context, in one of his defensive player of the year seasons, his defensive rating was also 104. So pretty much, he was averaging the same numbers, but just on a different team, and he was just a bit older. And another thing is that bugs me so much is when people are always like, you know, Paul George is going to become a Dwight Howard. And being a Dwight Howard isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to be a Dwight Howard. He's had an insane career. I would vote him into the Hall of Fame once he becomes eligible. And he probably is going to be voted into the Hall of Fame. Sachin, do you think he's going to be a Hall of Famer, Dwight Howard? Absolutely. Of course I do. And here, I don't think people really understand. Yeah, I mean, you don't three-peat. Yes. You don't three-peat the Defensive Player of the Year and then go unrecognized. But yet people still think that Dwight Howard is just this token player for the Lakers who is only there to block shots. I don't know if you've seen him on the stands, but besides the rookies, he's the most energetic guy out there, always cheering on his teammates, even though he doesn't get the minutes. And he had an insane performance a couple nights back. So if that doesn't show how good he is, I don't know what does. He has a good locker room presence. He gels with he gels with his players. So yeah, Sachin, what do you have to say? All right. Now we're going to look at it from a stats side. 
people are talking about, oh, he didn't try, right? All right, let's see if this reflects in the numbers. And I want, I want you, the viewers, to decide. Are these Hall of Fame numbers to you, yes or not? We're not talking, let's say this is just a random player, all right? Let's say this is a random player. Are these Hall of Fame numbers to you or no? 17 points per game, 12.3 rebounds per game on 58.6% field goal percentage, uh, 13.2 three-point percentage, that doesn't really matter, uh, neither does free throw percentage, with a PER average of 21.5. And, and Sachin, not to mention his playoff stats, okay? His playoff stats are off the charts, okay? Sachin, may I tell people their, his playoff stats? I'll take that as a yes. Okay. He averaged, so first, in his first season in the playoffs, Average 15 points and 14 rebounds. Second season, 18 points, 15 rebounds, and 3.4 blocks. Then the season where he got to the finals, 15 rebounds, 20 points, 2.6 blocks. But in the finals, he averaged four blocks. Then next season, 11 rebounds, 3.5 blocks, 18 points. Then the season after that, this is where it gets insane. 27 points per game, 15 rebounds, and two blocks. That's insane stuff. Sachin, do you think that those are good stats? Of course I do. That shouldn't even be a question. And then the other yes. thing we have to consider. We do have to remember. Okay, you think, um, yeah, maybe, you know, his, uh, his stats on the Hornets weren't as good, you know? Uh, maybe his, which by the way, can I add 16.6, 13.5, 12.5? Those are amazing numbers, but let's get into his Orlando days. Only his Orlando days. 18.4 points per game, 2.2 blocks, 1.4 assists, and his, uh, on shooting, uh, on shooting 57% from field goal, okay? Are you hearing these stats? These are amazing. These are amazing stats. And oh yeah, and 12.3 rebounds. And 1.9 blocks, 2.2 blocks, 1.8, 1.2, 1.6. He is a defensive beast. 12.3 rebounds, 13 rebounds, 12.7. It is often... His offense isn't too shabby. I mean, 18 points per game is really good. I mean, it's not something to scoff at. I mean, he's he's better offensively than Steve Nash. So, I mean, that's saying a lot. Also, a couple nights ago on on the 18th, guess what he did? We saw some retro Dwight Howard here. Such an these are insane stats. 13 points per game. Sorry, 13 points. Okay. Two blocks, two steals, and re and a bunch of rebounds. Like, is that... People need to put some respect on Dwight Howard's name. So, Sachin, is there anything else that you want to go into more depth about this Dwight Howard situation? Yes. 
we have to put biases aside. We have to put thoughts implanted into your mind aside. See, that's the probably the biggest problem. Uh, and this is why you see so many varying takes. You see, uh, very you see largely varying takes between multiple people. It doesn't matter. You can be an NBA analyst. You can be on TNT. You can just be a casual fan. It would not matter. But the thing is, you have to understand that if you are going to go by someone else's narrative, if you are going to go by what they say, take it, say, okay, yeah, sure, I believe you, and you wouldn't do the research yourself, you're not making your own opinion. And what if theirs wouldn't be correct to you had you researched? Like, if you look at these stats, I'm sure that some of the people viewing this might not know about these insane stats, but he is putting up 18 points, 12 rebounds, those sorts of numbers for his career. And yet, so many people still believe he is not worthy of the Hall of Fame. He is not worthy of any respect that he currently has. He does not, he's not even worthy of his defensive players of the year. I'm sorry, what? That makes no sense. Uh, and more. So I, so to that, I say, look it up. Look up the stats. Check out what he has done. Check out what he has led his teams to. He led the Orlando Magic to the finals, the NBA finals. And how long was that ago? That was 2009. That was about 10 years ago. Look how far in 10 years the Orlando Magic has come. They're now yes. the competitors of the league. He turned a team like that into a finals team, into a championship-level team. Oh, Sajin, so I, I need to say something. This is just the most disrespectful thing ever. They say some websites, I, I, I bet that you'll find some websites that say Dwight Howard, two-time defensive player of the year. It's blasphemy. They literally don't even have the respect to put three-time defensive player of the year. Because they think, oh, LeBron should have won it. No, LeBron doesn't deserve a defensive player of the year. Thank you. All right. All right. And I think that has been our main segment for today. Thank you. And I will inform you that this might turn into a series. We might cover some more players who might have had their names slandered, who might have had bad narratives surrounding them and their careers. This like their legacy, and like, we might go into them. Some players include Carmelo, Lamar Odom, Lamar Odom Lamar. Carmelo Anthony, and more. So we'll see you in our next segment. Thank you so much for listening to the third episode of the Daily Post podcast. We will see you next time.